Thank you so much for this opportunity, Mr. Obey. I am Oluwata Yomirekwayo Mide by name, but um, on social media, people prefer to call me Kumunitayo, and I think that name has really <laughs> overpowered my original name. So, online, I am a writer, I am a teacher, a speaker, a business development coach. Hello, and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewafo, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. So uh, what I do basically is I rise to a path, I teach to a path, and I speak to a path. Now, do you want to tell me something about uh, your background? So, where, if I, where do you stay? Where are you just now? You didn't even make mention of that. People want to know you to the ground. <laughs> are you in Lagos, in Abuja? Yeah, say something about that. I stay in Lagos State. I stay in Lagos State um, around Yanokwaja, Ikola Yanokwaja. That's um, Ikwaja area, Ikola. That's where I stay specifically in Lagos State. All right, that's interesting. You see here, it is written, you will see on that, that everyone has a story to share. So we are interested in your story. Before we start talking about what you do, we want to know who you are and, and all that. That is important for us. So yeah. were, you, were you born in Yanapaja? Were you born in Lagos? Or did you come there from some other place? Help us understand that. No, I was not born in Lagos State. I was born and um, brought up at Ikiti State. Ikiti, like... You know now, our village, Ikiti State. Ikere, Ikiti State, specifically. Mm, I didn't stay there for long. I came to stay at that Ikiti area. I went to Ikodekiti for my primary education. And I started, I came to Lagos for my secondary education with my parents. So I still stayed with them, but I was born and brought up by Ikiti State. Um, in Lagos State now, I think we are just... Nine years or ten years now. It's not been a uh, Now, all the people that I'm interviewed in Nigeria, I'm telling them to share part of their story. I want you to use this moment to sell Equity State for us. What is important about Equity State? If that is where you are coming from, <laughs> tell us. Tell us something about that. I know that if you tell us something bad, the people that are coming from Equity State are going to hold you accountable for that. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Equity State. Uh, we are shocked people, you know. I can say Nigeria, all of you people, your life depends on us because uh, we provide the foods, we provide most essential thing we make use of in Nigeria. Your everything you put in your mouth is being produced from Ikiti State, and um, we have a lot of resources at Ikiti State. Um, talking about the tourism sector, our state is a nice place for that. So we generate income for Nigeria, like generating revenue for Nigeria. So Ikiti is an awesome place. We are very good. Without us, there is no Nigeria. Ah, no, 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 no. There is no Nigeria without us. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not going to contest that. <laughs> so how did your writing uh, started? Because now you're a coach. Um, you coach people how to do business, right? Yes. Yeah, so they tagged that on me, actually. They tagged that on me on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't really your old thing. Somebody put that on you. To impact people generally, I organized classes and just all of a sudden I started hearing business development coach, business coach, business coach, and I was like, okay, that's it, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you start to do that? Why, why did you start that? Tell us, tell us this, the story behind that. Actually, I wanted to be a medical doctor, 
I finished my secondary school year 2017. But 2017, I started for jump. 2018, I started for jump. 2019, same thing. So I didn't get into university during all those times. So 2017, 2018, and 2018, I went for an A level program at Ilori, Kwara State. Coming back, I decided to try my hands on a lot of things to see what I can do aside from the study part of it. Not like I'm not schooling, but see what I can do aside from the schooling part of it. So I started um, a lot of things like the fashion business. I started learning how to market, like the marketing skill. And I learned that with Tori Flip. Uh, it's a beauty stuff, so I did marketing with them, and so it's interesting. Then I developed, I discovered that I can teach people what I know, like the way I market. When I sell something to you, only if you do not have that money in your pocket, you are going to purchase that immediately. Because the way I'm going to present that product to you, the way I'm going to paint it to you, the way I'm going to tell you this thing, you are going to buy it immediately, even if you do not need it. That's how good I have my marketing skills. So I started teaching people how to do that with their business. I started doing that with a particular woman. She's an hairdresser and makeup artist. And she's always complaining that um, the business is like this, the business is that, the business is this. So I just sat her down. Okay, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Come online, do like this, do like this, do like this. And she was like, ah, since I've been doing what you asked me to do, my business has been. Open. Please come and do this. You are doing videos offline. Do it all right. That was how I came on Facebook. I started writing business tips. I started writing content to help the young ladies. You can try out something. You can do this. I write on business tips. I write on personal developments and all of that. And that was how it became a branch. All better out of trying out something else apart from what I want to do in school. I like that one. I also like the part of selling. That is very important. <laughs> so I wanted to tell me more about that. What is your strategy? How do you manage to sell something to people, uh, even though they don't like it, they, they will buy from you? People want to learn that from you. People used to be like, after they buy that, they'll be like, your mouth is too sweet. I don't want you to use this soup for now. Okay, the thing is, before I sell the thing, I try to know the benefits, the benefit of that particular product. Like, if I'm to sell you this bag, I'm going to really look at this bag. What will this bag do for me? Like, I first study it properly before I sell it to you. After proper studying on it, I'm going to bring out the benefits for you. I'm going to bring things that you will not be able to resist from that product. I'm going to use it to sell to you. And naturally, they say my mouth is sweet. So <laughs> all of that all together will make you buy my product. You don't have any choice. <laughs> that is very good. Do you have to learn that or is this something that was that you were born with, this ability to speak and, and convince people? I think this is the most important thing in life. Okay. Um, I told you I was trying my hands on different things to see what I can do outside being a medical doctor, right? So I discovered that whenever I help somebody to sell something, they buy. So I decided to develop that skill by taking up some online online courses to brush up what I was doing. Then I worked with um, ERSO Travels. I worked as a marketer 
yes i market the product and let me just say as a marketer that's what i do so i found it so interesting you know to market their products and it's so easy for me some people find it difficult to even sell what we are selling but to me it's so easy just for me to sit you down tell you about those products tell you this is what this product is going to do to you it's going to have this value to you it's going to be like it's going to do like that you are going to buy my product so this thing I discovered that it's natural. So I brought that up by taking online courses and um, <clears throat> I brushed it up by practicing. I practiced it a lot and it's been very good. It's been very good. Mm, that is very good. That is really very interesting because how to learning how to sell. If you know that very well, meaning you can sell anything. <laughs> and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of mm, really. So what if you try to say something to somebody and the person um, person is not getting it, is not taking it from you, is not accepting your offer. What do you do? Mm, it can be two things. The person is not at the moment or the person does not have the money, the funds for that product at that moment. So for that kind of clients, I do follow up. You know, sometimes they don't purchase your products immediately, but you consistently follow them, follow them up, not being salesy, not being pushy. Well, there's a way you follow them up, and with time, they are going to purchase your products. All right. It's all about finding uh, the right audience. Like, I can't sell a bag to somebody that does not use a bag, and I won't sell my makeup product to, some, to a guy. What do you want to use it for? So it's all about following the right audience, selling to the right person. Mm, I, I hear of some guys that are now using makeup. <laughs> what do they want to use it for? Uh, who knows? They also want to transform sometime. <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. <laughs> so now, how do you um, how do you research your audience so that you know that the person you are going to sell your product to is actually going to buy? Okay. So doing that, it takes a lot. Not so much process, something you can actually think about. Okay, for let me use the bag for instance. Everybody knows that the bag lovers are the female, female love bag, especially classic bag, got bags that they are going to carry and a lot of people will be like, this bag is so beautiful, where did you get it from? Oh, you're looking so beautiful, you know, that kind of thing. So generally we know a female will love that. Not just any other female, female that loves fashion, that loves to look good. So when I see a person, I see you as a female, I see what you're carrying, I know that no, no, you're going to love my back. So I come to you and sell to you. But talking about your online space, researching for your audience, you go to their profile, see what they talk about, see what their profile is all about, then you can predict if this person is going to be interested in the course you are going to sell. And they are there are many more researches you can make on that. It's it's wider than what I just explained. What if you could go a little bit wider so that we can talk more about it? I think people are interested. Hey, it's a course on so it's not something I can just touch right now. I mean, a lot of people will understand. Because uh, that is um, an issue online right now. Everybody getting to know that target audience. It's a big deal online right now because we have a lot of people with large followers buying their products just because they have the audience. So um, having the right audience is really a big deal. What's not really a big deal if you know how to work things around. So it's a cost on its own. So it's not something we can just start now, right now.
All right. Uh, but where do you think someone should start uh, in selling? Let's say maybe this person has not been in selling before, but has a product um, that online that they want to sell. Where should they start from? It's a gradual process. You can't just come online today and start selling today. You need to sell to anybody. You need to first build trust, build relationship with the people you want to sell to. Like maybe I'm new to LinkedIn, and my first post is telling you that I have a nice bag. Come and buy my bag. I'm not going to buy your bag because I do not know you. There's scam everywhere. I'm not going to purchase your bag. So the first thing you are going to do is to build trust, build credibility, and build relationships with these people by first sharing valuable contents around what you want to do. Like the way, um, like a copywriter, for example, I do copywriting as well. A copywriter, you want to search for someone who's been sharing tips on copywriting before now. And aside from that, you'll be sharing some um, personal personal details to online so that people can know you because if they, if they don't know you, if they do not trust you, if they are not saying that you are doing this thing, they are not going to purchase your products. So you first need to build a relationship with them. That is building a nice profile, like be natural on your profile. Then let them trust you. How can they trust you? Come up with valuable content on that thing you want to sell around that niche. Then you build credibility by you can first speak two, three people, teach them this thing for free, let them talk about you teaching them. That's a way to build credibility online. So when these three things are in place, and you can now come outside and sell. So you don't first sell when you come online. You first need to build trust, credibility, let them know you, build relationship, then you can now sell. All right. I have another question to ask you here, and it says before we move to maybe content creation, because you also do that a lot, right? Yes. Of course, everything is linked together. It says uh, you don't just go around and start buy, 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 buy. It's going to be difficult. Buy. No, nobody <laughs> buy. If you are too salesy online, we are too mm -hmm. People will see you as this person is desperate for the money, so they are not going to buy from you. They are all not right. going to buy from me at all. <laughs> all right. Talking of being desperate in, in with money, I'm talking of sales in general. Uh, are there some challenges that people face about sales? Are there some difficulty that come along the way as you try to sell your product online? If maybe let's look at it from a personal um, point of view now, from your personal perspective, what challenges have you faced in sales? Okay, in sales online, um, the first thing is getting people to trust you because of their past experiences online. Like personally, I've been scammed before online. So imagine other people too that have been scammed online. So for them to trust you again with their money, you has to do a lot of work. A lot of work, you guys to do a lot of work. So for them, the uh, the issue I think I've been facing online is trust issue. For them to trust me, trust me with your money, I'll be able to do this for you. The secondly is um some people not wanting that product. This is the product they need. But they do not want to get this from you, maybe because you are not uh, a celebrity, like they don't know your name yet. And they feel, ah, this person might not be so good at this thing, and they don't want to get that product from you. So those have been my challenges. But generally, the challenge we face as uh, a marketer online is trust issue, trust issue. Very, very, very vital, trust issue. People not finding it in their heart. All right. 
and that trust issue, of course, there are ways to, uh, to overcome it. And I yeah. think we're going to come to that just now, which is uh, with content creation, because now you are going to have to communicate with people. You, you can't come online today and come as a backseller. You come online tomorrow, you come as a, a, a lipstick seller. You come online tomorrow, you come as a basket seller. When you are not consistent with one particular thing, People is not, they are not going to trust you at all. Like, you need to be consistent with what you do, your name, everything. You need to be consistent online. Not, like, showing up today, tomorrow. Be consistent with what you do. You're a teacher, be consistent with that. You are a backseller, be consistent with that. You are into the beauty niche, be consistent with that. With time, with time, people, people are going to come through. It's not something you just do in one month and you start shouting. And all. It takes time, it takes time then. The gradual process. Everything good take time. Even to plant. Uh, imagine maybe for example, you you go to the farm. I come from an an agrarian area in um, in in Nigeria from Urumi. In Asa, people uh, predominantly are farmers. So when you farm, you maybe you want to plant uh, cassava or yam. You don't plant cassava or yam and then harvest it the next month. Oh, it no. takes time. <laughs> you are going to weed. I remember there in, in the time we, we go to to weed a number of time. Then you are going to maybe take the stem of the yam and put it on the steak. And you, there are a lot of things to do until the yam mature. Then you go there to harvest. Yeah. Nothing. You can't just plant and say, okay, let me harvest. You are not going to get anything from it, no. Anything. And that's. <laughs> It's most of our online people that are coming online today. I just want to come online today and start selling today. It's not possible. It takes process, it takes time. Not like um, it takes forever, but then it takes time, it takes process. You are coming into something new. You got to do, do the work. You don't rush. You don't rush at all. So it takes time. I, I hope our youth can know this. Everything takes time. You just have to be patient and put in the work. You don't rush um, it. Yeah, that's true. I'm talking of the patient that one needs to have when you are in the process. And let's talk about content creation. What do you want us to know about your content creation? Mm, content creating for me, it's something I love to do. It's natural. I write naturally. So as a job online, as a work online, I write for blog posts. I write articles. I write for web for people that write stores on websites, I write their content. For social media managers, I write content for their clients. I write content generally. For my own personal page, I write content. So writing for me is an hobby. Like, I love doing it. <clears throat> I write for a fee. <laughs> so, and I teach people to write that. So people that are interested and in, people that are just coming online, and but they have what they are selling, but they do not know how to present themselves. So, what I help them to do is for their first 30 days online, I write their content for them, I teach them how to play about this. So for the next 30 days, they're going to do the same thing. So it's been good. Now, you teach people how to write content. Um, can you tell me, what, why do you think people should use content to maybe market their goods and services online? Because <laughs> content can also be what you're actually marketing, that is helping people to write now. Yeah, but you can also use content to promote what you are offering. It might not necessarily be content in the sense of maybe writing articles or things like that. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it is important that we, we 
we, we understand it better. That's why I'm asking you as a teacher of uh, content writer, uh, why should people pay attention? Content is king, and without content, there's no other way. Like, what you have here, Obi, everyone has a story to share. It's a content, it's a copy. So, there's no other way around it than to write content. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm new to Facebook. My name is this. This is what I do. That's a content. So, whatever you're doing online, the only means to, to share your mind, to, to um, show yourself is the content. You can only make use of the content. Even the way we are talking right now, what I'm saying right now, after putting it down, it's a content. So content is king. That's the only way we can communicate. That's the only way we can share our values. That's the only way we can showcase what we do. So content is king. You need to know it. And you need to do it well. All right. Content is king. I like that. What is a queen? <laughs> You've been able to do it well. That's the queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. Where do you think people should start from in terms of content marketing? Because it's something that is going you know, to become very um, common and also very important today. Okay, starting um, writing, I used to tell my people, you don't need to be too over-professional, and that is what is killing a lot of people. They want their content to come out with no error, nothing, nothing, well structured. As a newbie, just feel free. Write it as it comes to you. Write whatever that comes to you. Write it down. Have your first, uh, your notepad. That's why I always have my book with me. Anytime anything comes to my mind, you put it down, then you cannot structure it later. But then they want their first drafts to be very perfect. No, just write it as it comes to you naturally. The way I am speaking right now, it's a content. If I want to write, I'm going to write it the way I'm talking right now. Some people want to just appear too professional. They want to appear the perfect writer. They want to appear. So it's not done that way. You guys just do it the way it comes naturally to you. Put it down. You have your first draft. Then you cannot go through it again, edit it. Cannot go through it again and start adding some other points. Cannot go through it again to perfect it. So that's how it works. You don't just rush the whole thing and want to appear Mr. Perfect online. <laughs> All right. Uh, in overhead podcast and also uh, the people that are following us here, we pay a lot of attention to story. Story is very important for us. So I don't know any, what if you can, whatever you would like to tell us about the role of storytelling in content creation. I don't know if it is safe for you, the importance of story. <laughs> okay, storytelling is very important. And why now we find out that people are more attracted to storytelling. Like once you share a story online, people are interested to know what happened. So they are more close to that story you're sharing. That is why most content marketers use storytelling as a skill, as a way to get through to their target audience to sell their products. It's very important you are able to do that. Tell a story from the pits, tell a story from where it's reaching the peak. So um, it's very important to know how to do that because people are really, people are, People are so close online. They want to know what happened to that person. They want to know what happened at the end. They want to know how it happened and everything. Immediately they see a story, they are reading it. But immediately you share tips so now you can get better. They will not read it. But if you share, uh, I, I did something last night and I want to share with you guys. They are on it immediately. They want to know what you did last night. So that's why you make it a storytelling to grab people's attention to what you want to talk about. 
question. All right. Now, looking at your students, those who come to you that you are teaching about content uh, writing, um, how much do they know how to use story? All right. Now, uh, from my audience, a lot of people have been asking me um, to do a work on storytelling. But finally, I'm actually working on it now. We are preparing a course, a kind of uh, a holistic course that teaches you how to uh, use story uh, as a content marketer and digital entrepreneur. Uh, this is something that, okay, some people have been asking for a number of times. So because you're a teacher in this area, uh, how much do you see people actually use story or know how to use story? in their content creation or content marketing. Help me understand that. Mm, at the moment, people are really using story, but not every one of them knows how to use it very well. Some people will just hear you say, storytelling is very good for you to attract your audience, and you just come up with some story, not even related to what they want to sell. But there's no way you're going to buy a content course or any copywriting course that you will not be taught how to use storytelling. But online today, what we see is not really as good as what we hope for. But there are most guys that are doing well with storytelling. We are pushing rights. When you read a story, you know that mm -hmm, this is very good. But there are some people at the end of their story is not still related to what they want to sell. We just find a way to excuse the whole thing so maneuver the whole thing to look alike. So it's very important, like um, looking people through that journey is very important. And there's no way you purchase a content course, there's no way you purchase a copywriting course that storytelling will not be a subtopic in that place. So I wish people are doing it well. All right, now let's go a little bit more uh, practical. Now, you. You use, um, you create content, you do a lot of content, but you're also a teacher in content. Now, uh, give us a case study. How do you use story in your own content writing? <clears throat> okay, story for my own content. I share stories, uh, most times, what I've experienced before. There was a content I shared about um, how I got it to the office that day, and that content really went viral. Like, I got a lot of engagements. Like, what did I do in that story that morning? Actually, it happened, and I put it into content. I told them how I got it to the office. When I was on my way to the office, I saw something and I learned from it and I wanted to share it with the audience. What happened? I saw a beggar that they were all sitting down, and this man separated himself from every other people. And he started sharing his story of how he became a beggar, what happened to him before, how the accident happened. People started gathering to meet him, like wanted, wanted to listen to him. And by the end of everything, after he shared the story, people started dropping money for him. I had take 20 naira, 50 naira, 100 naira, 500 1,000. That was how he gathered a lot of money that the rest was looking at him. So from that, he learned um, marketing strategy to do things different. That is a story I just shared. And what I brought up from it is doing something differently, a marketing strategy. And people got glued to it because they wanted to know why I got my office list that morning and what really happened. So I used to bring what I experienced as a story to share alongside with my content. There was also another time I shared a content about the maize my daddy planted in our garden. They grew in different, different ways. Some came up really fast. Some did not even make it at all, and some was very small. I shared a story. I shared that story to tell them that everything that happens in life, everybody have um, a way of they are going to grow. We shouldn't compare our life to 
other people's life because our speed, our growth is different from each other. You shouldn't compete your life to another. So I share my experience as to bring out the lesson from it. And if I'm to market the products, I share my experience, bring out what I needed, the benefits and uh, what's the features, everything together to sell that product. That's all right. Thank you. That's very important. Now, uh, are there certain stories that people should use in their content, or is it any type of story that people should use? What is your thought on that? You can't just use any other story. You use a story that is related to the niche you want to solve. Just like the way I talked about Ibega story now, and at the end of it, I was able to bring up. Uh, lessons from it and so people share stories to um to just entertain people so you must just have a reason for doing that you don't just come online share any house to read and that's the end of it then you're selling any products you're not teaching any moral lessons there's no him there's no him for that um, story so without him if, the, if you do not have an him for what you're doing so there's no point you can't just come randomly, share any random story today, share any random story tomorrow. It's no purpose. It's not going to go well. All right. Uh, another thing I'm sort of curious about now is that you are from a kitty state. Uh, is there any way that where you are coming from, your culture influences the kind of story you tell and how you create your content? Um, I don't know. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. I've left for a while. <laughs> okay. Um... I don't really write according to where I came from. Just sometimes experience, so sometimes experience or something that I remember. I don't no, it does not influence it at the moment. Do you think uh, culture should influence the story we tell? Okay, the thing is, we get inspired by different things. People like me personally, I don't think uh, for a while I've been inspired by culture to write a story, and so we get inspired by different things. So with that inspiration of writing about the rest or something, they are the one writing it. So I think we need more people to get inspired by our own culture so that they can write stories from our culture or regarding to our culture. We get inspired by different things, and I think that's the main thing. So the importance, you said something about the importance of... Yeah, the importance of culture in our storytelling. Mm, it depends on the kind of storytelling. You know, we have different kind of stories. We have Help us. Yeah, we have stories for the story books, we have an article and different. So it depends on the kind of story you are writing. It depends on the kind of story you are writing. All right. Now, say maybe uh, one of your students come to meet you. Uh, okay, a student who wants to become a content writer. I want to ask you where he or she is to, should start from uh, in uh, a content writing. Uh, maybe the use of story in content writing. Because what I'm asking this is that all of us have story. There is no one that don't have story. Amen. In fact, the reason we say here that everyone has a story to share is because we really believe everyone has a story to share. But of course, not everyone knows how to share, though. No? <laughs> so, <laughs> say maybe there is this individual now who thinks he or she doesn't have story to tell. And maybe she is in the business and she wants to say. And she has gotten maybe your teaching that you should use story to say. Where do you yeah. think such an individual should start from? Writing is very easy if you know how to just start the way it comes to you. Naturally, we all have a story to share. You starting that business is a story to share. Bring it up. Anyhow it comes to you naturally, bring it up. Like, just put it down. 
price is okay. I finished secondary school. I was, able to, I was unable to get what I wanted. And I wanted to try out something else. I went into the business sector. I tried my hands on different things. And I found this sector very interesting. I have started this for a while. And it's been moving well. This have been my challenges. This is how I've overcome some. That is the story already. We should sit and elaborate all of those things. It's the story already. So just sit down. How it comes naturally to you, think about it properly. How it comes naturally to you, you can put it down. And we have fiction, like something that does not happen in real life, but we just thought about it. So you can also use that. Just make sure you tell people it's fiction so that they don't start confirming their lives to you. So just start the way it comes naturally to you, then you can now work on it. All right. Uh, another catch. Uh, how do you make money from storytelling? <laughs> okay, we have amazing ways we can make money from storytelling. We are not how to write story. You do not know how to write story, and you need somebody to help you with that. I'm going to charge you for writing the story for you. Just like every content marketer, you come up with the content for you, you're going to pay them for doing that. Um, online, that's for the online space. When you do it for another person, you're going to get paid for doing this for them. Then you can sit down and write a book. Write a book. A meaningful book, something impactful. So when you sell that book, whether it's an ebook, an offline paper that you can sell, you make money from it as well. And you can write for newspaper, newspapers like you buy a sector, there's a sector there, you're going to just share your story, maybe every week or every month. You can also do that, you make money for doing that. So there are a lot of ways you can do that. You can also write for blogs online, stories. There are some story blogs online that you share your own story there that are going to pay you on the amount of viewers and likes that you get. You can also do that so online. All right. Now let's come back to content. Of course, when we say content, we're not talking about something different from story. And when we say story, we don't say anything different from content, but they're all the same. <laughs> All right, I go back to a case study again. How do you make money from your content creation? From my content? <clears throat> yeah, from the content you create. How do you make money from it? I write content for other people. That. I write content for social media managers. I make money from that. I write content for blogs. For blogs, I make money from that. I just started, like, I've never submitted the article now. I want to write for um, a news uh, a news web online. So that's another way of making money. And another way of making money is selling what you know how to do. <clears throat> that is the coaching part of it. You teach them how to do that particular thing. You know what to do. That's another way to make money from it. That is important, no? That maybe you sell uh, your writing to your writing gig, maybe to a company. Because of course, not everybody knows how to write. I've seen some company that they, they don't on their Facebook. There is nothing there; is empty. And these are even rich companies. No, uh, it can be that maybe they don't have time to be able to do that. And it is normal because not everybody know how to write. That is true. <laughs> so in the business world today, how it is organized is really very interesting. In that you don't really need to know how to do everything. Just know how to do your own thing, and that is good. They, contract somebody else who know how to do that thing that you cannot do that's business you do for me i do for you that's just it. <laughs> all right so how do you say that idea to somebody 
so that they know that they need your service because if they don't know they might have the money but they will pay you and they yes. will have this the, the service okay you know i was smiling this is just happened just yesterday i i may i was able to meet somebody is the manager of ajix auto ajix auto they are into cars like they sell cars and <clears throat> but they do that offline so i met him and i was like this business is really a nice one. He said, yes, I know about that. Are you guys online? He said, no, but you have a personal profile. I was just like, then you are losing a lot of money. Money, you got interested. How? I said, do you know that if you are bringing this thing you're doing online, people will know about you, and that is another medium of generating traffic to your business. People from outside the country can just like this kind of purchase. He said, really? I said, yes. But he was like, he does not have that time to start doing this online and staying online. So that's why you need somebody to help you manage your account, somebody that can write your content, somebody that can share this thing the proper way they want to hear. It was not like, where will you now see that kind of person now? How will you go about it? Time, blah, blah, blah. So that's why you have me. That is what I do. And I try to sell myself immediately. And that was how we stood another day. So you are going to be seeing content about cars on my profile from now on. <laughs> so that is, that's an amazing way. You let them know what they are missing out. And how they can solve that problem is by IR service. So that's simple as that. That's interesting. That's a nice case study. It's okay. It will really tell you that, yeah, there are a lot of people there that actually need your service. But sometimes you're going to have to reach out to them and yeah. explain to them why they need your service. Because Something people don't know. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> like, don't even know that you you can come online and sell your product online. And then we said it, he was not even aware. I now showed him some pages that I am managing my personal page, my own page. I'm like, wow, no, so interesting. How are we going to you know how going to start? How is this? So I have to just the same things to him, put him through, and let him work on his own personal page because they want to check you out personally and everything. So he got interested and he loved the idea, and that was it. That's great. Now, what do you think are the basic things that content creators should know in order to succeed in the in the business of content creation or maybe digital entrepreneur? Because okay, you are online, you are online to render service. And sometimes most of these services you don't even see them, they are not tangible objects. No, it's not like maybe you go to buy a telephone, you have your telephone on your hands. It's service. So what are the what are the skills they need to be able to operate? Okay, I think the first thing is consistency. The second thing is finding your uniqueness. The market is saturated at the moment. We have a lot of content writers, content marketers. The uniqueness, because we have a lot of them right now. So before you can stand out in this market, you need to find your uniqueness. You need to come up with something unique. Because everybody, we are doing the same thing. The only thing that can make you stand out is your uniqueness. So find your uniqueness. The consistency is what you're doing online, and um, because consistent with what you're doing online, and be sure of what you can do. Like some people, they are not bold enough to present themselves. Even the way they write is kind of showing their low self-esteem and everything. So that's to be good with what you're doing, and you need to keep learning. Everything is changing. The way we write yesterday is not the way we write now. The way we write now is not the way we are going to write tomorrow. You need to keep learning. Don't be like, I already have 10 certificates. I don't need to learn again. We keep learning. So you, as a writer, 
you keep learning. Then you research more. You don't just sit down and write based on assumption. You do your research. Because if you come up with anything and the research is wrong, it's, it's not going well with that. You're going to really fuck up. So you need to research, be consistent, find your, find your uniqueness so that you can stand out in those saturated market. And That's super. And that's interesting. Well, thank you so much for the sharing. This is really be very interesting. Now, I want you to use this few seconds to promote yourself. People want to reach out to you. They want to benefit from what you offer. How can they find you? Let them know. Mm, you can find me on all social media platforms. And what do I do? I write, I speak, and I teach. I write for your brand, do you business for entrepreneurs? I write your content, I manage your profiles to make you look good, to have more sales. I do that for you. And as a business development coach, if you have a business idea there in your head, but you don't know how to bring it to realization, I'm the nice person, the right person for you to go to. Come to me, talk about it. We are going to talk about ways to bring that business to realization and everything you need to make that business successful, I'll be supporting you with that. I have a business academy as well, whereby we teach these things in full force. That is my business world academy. You can find that on LinkedIn and Facebook. What we'll do is we teach you digital skills that can enable you to have extra cash with you, these digital sessions. And we'll do a lot more than that. So you can find us out on other our social media platforms to see what we have for you we have amazing things for you so you need to check us out <laughs> all right thank you so much for that now uh what would be your recommendation for people who want to get started on in the online business maybe tell a story or writing content and uh, maybe these are the tools that they have to be able to make income at the end of the day what is your recommendation for them um what i have for them is you just need to start now you just need to start now because if you do not start now, somebody else is going to start it and somebody else is going to take the glory for it. The idea you have right now, one million other people have that idea. So it's a uh, survival of the fittest. So you need to just start now. Start now and start writing. Start learning. Start by learning. Let me do it. Let me say it that way. Start by learning. Get the needed skills. Then you just start. Start. Just show what you can do. The more you practice, the more you get better. So, but the first thing is for you to just start something. Start something, you will learn from them. Whatever failures you face, whatever challenges you face, you will learn from it. But still, the thing is just for you to start. Start something. If you don't start, you are not going anywhere. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, now, <clears throat> I was trying to see maybe there is anything you can add to the conversation to conclude it. Okay. From my side, from the business side. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, yes, yes, there are lots of things to add. For the content writing, people looking for us to become a content writer, you can reach out to me. For the business development coach, for people having an idea with them, you can reach out to me. And the last thing I'd love to say is our youth out there, make sure you are living a life of impasse. Don't just come and go. Make sure your life is impacting somebody. Make sure you are an impact on somebody else. You know, a life of no impact is a life of no value. So you need to, you need to get value so that you can impact somebody else. It's very, very important. Very, very important. And you can invest more in people. Invest more in people. Like the way we, the way we, the way I am on your on your podcast now. Tomorrow I can be. Somewhere has just by you recommending me to them or by you introducing me to them. So invest in people, invest in people. Don't look down on anybody. Don't look down on anybody. So 
life of no impact is a life of no value and network network better to work and show up what you can do don't hide it under your clothes come on <laughs> yeah yeah come out and come out and claim your history claim your yes. story be there <laughs> i like that thank you so much i appreciate it if you enjoy this podcast make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes rate and review overhead podcast and share with your friends who might need it i remain overhead a thank you so much for listening i'll talk to you in the next episode